0: All right, people of planet Earth, welcome to another episode of I'm Up with Anthony Santino. I, um, I have a very, very special guest on the podcast today. Very special guest. Um, it's me. Uh, it's a solo episode. That is definitely so disappointing. Um, if you tune into this, if you care at all, whether it's your first time or your hundredth time, uh, this is episode 10, so it's your 10th time. Tops. Um, look, that might be disappointing, you know, and granted I'm disappointed too. I, uh, I try to get a bunch of people on, but you know, it's like you can only do so much. I had someone cancel on Saturday. Um, and you know, I'm busy. I've got shows going on. I'm teaching tennis in the morning. I wake up at 6am and you know, I'm lucky. I was about to make a joke. Like I have to wake up to teach people, but everybody I teach is very cool. Um, it's been a good work life balance. Um, I was able to. It's Monday night. I'm recording right now. I I woke up today. It's six fifteen. Just to give myself time padding. I didn't have to start teaching, till nine thirty a.m. Out uh on Long Island, out on the island. You know how it is. Um, but oh my foot! There it is. <coughs> you might have caught a toe in frame if you're watching on the video. Um, but yeah, Mondays is one of my longer days of teaching. I try to get the podcast out by Tuesday. Um. So, yeah, I just I want to I want to stick with consistency because, um, you know, I've been I mean, I've been motivated since I started doing stand up. It's two years now. Um, I've been feeling extra motivated in my life because of that. But, yeah, I really I like this project, this podcast. You know, I don't think just honestly speaking, it's not the most special thing I do, but it has definitely added to my life in a positive way. Um, You know, I am trying to generate some content from it or whatever. And that's a very superficial answer but it's the truth but also I really and truly have been enjoying uh, my discussions with people um been having comics on you know I had Max Fine last week and just other some other people who like I know and I like and I care about but you know you just don't get to see people a lot we're busy I mean I live in New York City I do I'm from New York and I do stand up comedy in New York you you know like off the top of your head, you can name two to three hundred comics and they're probably like one to two thousand comics in the city, if not more. And I mean that like on a consistent basis, like people actually doing the thing and, you know, varying levels. Some people make four dollars a year. Some people make four hundred thousand. Some people make four million. You get it. There's a range. And um, that's the beauty of it, too. I think nowadays we are able to find our way. I mean, you know, in my own small way, I've been, you know, I, I, I bark at a club and now i you know i get some regular spots mostly barking spots um and i'm just i'm grateful to have the spots barking meaning like you sell tickets on the street and stuff um but the place i do it at they're very fair it's a it's a good deal and you know there's no weird quota system you just you go out you give it your best usually we produce and we help the club get people out to the shows i mean last night let me just say like last night i had a show um, in Midtown, uh, at the Grizzly Pair, let's just say the Grizzly Pair, um, excellent comedy club, uh, I was in the Midtown location, um, which is only about a year old, and, uh, you know, I think they're really, they're finding something there, you know, first year, it's just, it's a beautiful place, great people run it, great people work there, um, you know, like anything in New York comedy, you have ups and downs, some shows sell out, some shows it's hard to get people out, but uh, I think they're, really, they're starting to hit a stride, too, it seems there. So I mean, I listen, I know nothing about the business side. I know some of it, but I don't know all of it. Um, I don't even scratch the surface of what the ins and outs of running a comedy club in New York City go for. I mean, I know how to put on a show. Other than that, I don't know. Um, I don't owe money to anybody uh, besides all of the camera equipment I'm paying off. By the way, oh, first let me finish up with the show. Had a show last night, Sunday night, Midtown Manhattan, the Grizzly Pear, Gri- Grizzly Pears, Midtown, Times Square, whatever you want to call it, location. Um, I started off, I was eating dinner before I had to go sell tickets at the bar, eating a burrito, chicken, Chipotle chicken burrito, highly recommend, go get it. Um, three women from Canada walked in, and so you know they're polite. They're Canadian, they walked in, they're polite. And uh, they are like, yeah, we heard there's a comedy show, hockey maple syrup, yeah, and 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 I was like, oh, ladies, you seem all lovely and sweet and nice. Um, can you be my babysitter? Just kidding. I don't have a kid, and I'm not a kid. Would you guys like to go to the show? And they're like, yeah, we're here. We're interested. We want to go to a comedy show. Yeah, please and thank you. Yeah, Justin Trudeau. Yeah, hockey, maple syrup. Yeah, and um, and so I said, hey, come to come to the show. It's you can buy tickets for me, even though I have a mouthful of chipotle chicken and rice and beans and you know crema um See, vamos a el show and they said oh yeah you you know they're the neighbors to the north mexico is the neighbors to the south they speak uh, spanish in mexico but besides the point these three ladies bought tickets for me before my shift even started so that was great so we were off to a hot start then i met these three uh desi girls from atlanta and they showed up desi meaning you know like south asian whatever i think i i said that right and um they were cool. They bought tickets. My friend from Philadelphia, Madison, her and two of her friends were in the city. They wanted to come to a comedy show. I had them come to the show. That's that's another three people. And then this guy from Bridgeport, Charlie. Shout out to Charlie. I'm not gonna say what he does because he does some very cool work. Had him come to the show. He he came. He just pulled up in a BMW with his girlfriend, and you know that's how it goes sometimes. And um, uh, my na- my upstairs neighbor just left the building, um, they probably heard me recording the podcast and they are probably like, ew, I can't be in the same building as uh, this only child talking on a microphone to himself in his apartment on a Monday night, so I'm going to run out and uh, pretend to smoke a cigarette just so I can't be here. Um, anyway, uh, I want, well, yeah, anyway. Um, uh, I'm not in my head at all. Um, so, it, yeah, this show was incredible last night. I had a really fun time. It was one of those... I had you could say shows magical or whatever I didn't have like a magical performance last night but I had a really good one really dude I, let me just say like stand-up comedy is literally the best thing that's happened to me in my life I mean you know shout out to my parents <laughs> I'm just kidding like they're great they my parents supported me and have given me so much love and stuff but as far as like personal growth and improvement and knowing what my purpose in this world is like stand-up I'm not saying it's just stand-up but like stand-up has given me like a real vessel to like be aware of myself and you know channel my creativity and you know I always always worried about like what's worth my effort throughout my life I've wondered like what is worth my effort what do I put my effort into and uh is it a waste of time is this thing is this pursuit is this job a waste of time or whatever when it came to stand-up it's never felt like a waste of time not once even on a bad night um which i have very few of those because i'm a virtuoso genius but i'm um, kidding am i um yeah a little bit i'm kidding i am i'm kidding i i don't kill all the time i do very well um but stand-up's the best by the way at open mics if you see me at an open mic i'm probably not doing great because i'm always doing newer stuff and once like more than three comics are in the room i like crumble but actually not true i mean if it's at a regular show the thing is this A regular comedy show is great because the audience is there to have fun. So I feel like, all right, listen, they want to have fun. As long as I try to have fun, I'm going to be good at least most of the time. And I feel very confident with that. Open mics, I I feign confidence, but I really just being in the room with comics who are in their cell phones or their notepad, I, I respect and love the environment and we need to do mics. If you have an off night, you don't have a show, but you want to get some reps in, go do a mic but you know some mics are bad some mics are good and i just i always try to do the good mics um shout out shout out to easy lover easy lover has some great mics the beach bum mic in brooklyn is awesome uh run by caroline and jack um and uh what's her name sonia does black cat black hat could be pretty good um you know there are are a bunch of good mics in the city i mean comedy mob runs an awesome mic it's a show basically um but yeah, just to get back to that point, like stand-up comedy has given me more than I can really account for. I, I just, you know, I just, I love it so much. Just, you know, there's no real big point to that. It's something you've heard other comics say before. Uh, but it's really cool. Like I, I consider myself I am a comic. Like I've gotten paid to do stand-up comedy. I get paid to do stand-up comedy. I, I enjoy it. I, I do well. People give me good feedback. I, I've gained some i don't i it's weird i don't think i have real real dedicated hardcore fans or anything i have a few you know it's weird to even say that because i'm not popping at all but like some people have expressed that to me i'm like oh very cool um i just like having stuff to share that feels like it's helping someone and it helps me too like it's a it's half selfish half giving and that's what's great it's like there's good reciprocity to it it's like yeah, I'm doing this for me, but somebody else is getting something out of it. And that's most jobs. So why am I trying to sound high and mighty? I'm not, but I did by accident. Um, but yeah, there were Dominican people on my show last night. It was so fun. And I, I edited a clip today. It's just me doing like half crowd work on the Dominican like yeah, guys, give it up for these Dominican people we have here, and they clap and they're like, Ooh, and I'm like, Oh, arriba, you know, and I, I was like, I, I saw them speaking Spanish outside the club and I said, Oh Yo comprendo, like, you know, yo hablo español, and I do, like, a little bit, I speak some Spanish, I speak, like, 30% of the language, 25, maybe, I speak a good amount of Spanish, you know, solo un poquito, pero, uh, no es el mejor, pero es más grande de mis amigos, Um, are those words, did I say anything of significance, I met a girl from Miami last week, and she said, like, you say stuff and it can make sense it's just not what a normal human being would say and i was like well that's how i do english too so you know bienvenidos a mi vida you know that's welcome to my life in spanish um uh, this is the new rosetta stone Babel. uh what have you um this is the new rosetta stone Babel. what's the other app called uh duolingo this is the new duolingo um and I'm not streaking. Let's just put it that way. And I'm not on a streak. Um, I'm going to try to do Spanish for about one minute. Real quick. Let's just just bear with me. Um, so if, you, if you're if you in a Latin speaking, if you're in a Spanish speaking country, you could follow. Um, uh, hoy yo trabajo y escribir mi comedia. Uh, me gusta quesadillas y arroz con pollo. Okay. See, yeah, I don't say things that make sense, but they do, but they don't. It's like, you know, I would be in a remedial class. Um, nothing wrong with that. Shout out. Um, anyway, comedy is the best. And, um, you know, I, I, I've been happy and I've, I've been in a pretty good pocket. Like there was some random negativity I had to deal with uh, last week internally within the family very, Nothing massive at all I had one weird night last week And the person in my family I spoke with they apologized very fast And they knew like what they did Listen I respected their feelings It was like they had an opinion of Like a video I posted They didn't think it was horrible or anything They just thought it was like odd And they, they got a little existential with me doing comedy And I was just like You know I, I explained I'm I'm not going to get into this just in case it doesn't matter not not that I think I don't think anybody really cares about what I'm saying right now I just for their sake we're gonna keep it chill because we're on great terms me and that person that person um they're awesome um but uh yeah no I mean obviously I don't have a guest on the podcast this week I, I by the way I oh I started an email list I did start an email list so if you care about this at all if you're still tuned in if you're watching me like we're making eye contact on the oh by the way this might be the last podcast I'm shooting with this camera. Totally not true because I'm going to slack. But I got a new. I got a new camera. It's in the box in the little room over there. You can't see. It's way out of frame. Um, hold on. I have to burp. Didn't work. Okay. Um, I got a new camera, and uh, it's incredible. It's a Sony FX30, and I got a Sigma F. 2.8 lens 24 to 70 millimeter you know. Um my friends who do a lot of camera work and video shooting whatever editing, they uh recommended these pieces of equipment and uh yeah, I'm just trying to level up. I got these lavalier mics I've been using in my shows and it's been helping the audio. Like I use this mic, this Shure SM58 to like try to pick a better audio for this. And uh, I also got these Rode mics for I don't know, I'm touching my breast. Um I got these Rode mics to um pick up better audio on my stand-up shows and uh it they they work incredibly you know sometimes they get a little muffled they go like (laughs) if it's like too close or something if it's at a weird angle but um i'm excited like i feel like i'm trying to you know the main reason i got the new camera is because i want to use it as a caveat like if i were to meet more established comics who headline um and whether they do just a a little bit of road work or a lot of road work like i want to bring my video shooting skills and capabilities and you know the fact that i can edit to the table like hey i could shoot for you and would love to open or feature and you know that's something that you know i could bring to the table like i also have a car so i could drive and you know we could get wendy's late at night after a show and play bruce springsteen even though he's not one of my favorite artists ever but he's good and we'll listen to him if you like him because i'll pretend to enhance my comedy career why not oh my god by the way just speaking about established comics or whatever uh really fun worth mentioning i saw um anthony jeselnik and tim dylan back to back on uh friday night at carnegie hall someone mentioned that i was in the group of people i went with carnegie hall new york city so anthony jeselnik the 7 p.m show and then tim dylan at 9:45. 45 uh, someone randomly mentioned they might have beef i don't know but tim dylan follows me on instagram so even though i love anthony jeselnik and all that he does uh, I might have to be a ride or die for Timmy D because he is from New York State. He's from Long Island. He's he's from Long Island. He's very good at doing podcasts by himself, and he's a very funny guy. I just did half an impression. I'm not doing a full one because my voice is worn out. I I didn't even really do a Tim impression. I can't give it. I could do a good one. Trust me. I'm I'm an only child. I could do voices, but we're taking it easy. Long story short, somebody said him and Anthony Jeselnik might have beef. I read into it, they probably do. Jeselnik I think made a jab at him during the show. I think it doesn't really matter. I both of them are killer comics, have their very own unique styles. You know, Jeselnik does Gallows humor. Dylan um makes like a lot of like socio-political jokes and like just gets the root of things very quickly, fast. He's like very playfully dismissive about serious topics in a great way. He's just so funny. I mean, incredible stuff these guys bring to the table and uh it was cool we had seats up in one of the balconies for nick carnegie hall is like what was cool about it was you, you're used to going to like a venue any kind of theater or whatever most of them have like projectors or some kind of a projector to show the subject on the stage the comic you're there to see and carnegie there's they have it they have the capability but there are no like video monitors it's just you're watching the person on the stage and It's like cream-colored walls with these velvet red seeds, very classical. You feel like you're transported back in time just a little bit until you see somebody wearing a Carhartt beanie, and they have a vape, and then you're like, okay, yeah, it's 2023. Um, You know, the, the, the guy's hitting his vape in Carnegie Hall, and you're like, does anything matter anymore? But, you know, this is what we deal with, and it's fine. I just try to... You know, breathe oxygen that's not watermelon scented, and it's we do our best. You know, but um, it, you know, incredible shows from Anthony Jeselnik and Timmy D. I uh, I I really enjoyed it a lot, and it was just it was a special night. I knew on purpose. Like I go to, I try to go to like shows by bigger comics. Like I bought tickets to see Andrew Schultz in May. You know, he's killing it. He's from New York. I'm from New York. I take a lot of pride in that, and I think he's hilarious and I met him in person about a month ago when I was selling tickets on the street and he was just very kind. He was like, "Yo, I used to do what you do, bro. And I was like, yeah, word, son. I'm kidding. Andrew Schultz is white and he talks like a black guy a little. And it's fun. Um, (laughs) listen, I played basketball growing up. I I do a little what's up, you know, I do a little bit of that, but, uh, we've been getting racial by the way, not crazy. Just like a little, little salt bay raciality, just joking. Just I look, I, I, I hang out with comics and, it's not all racist it's just like we're we're talking okay i use the word racist i'm gonna get flagged um (laughs) i can barely speak right now but i have good energy like i have really good energy now i'm talking like this girl i met about a year ago not not my ex-girlfriend she's great um some random girl that i hung out with one time and she just talked a lot and very fast and i i guess that's most of them but she like i could talk fast and she was just doing it a lot and i was like oh I gotta pick up the pace, biscuit. you know? Anyway, um, I'm gonna try to slow down. Um, it's weird doing a solo episode, you know? But it's all good, I'm having fun. Um, and just having fun in general. Uh, I mentioned it before and I kinda got off on a tangent. Did start a comedy email list. Um, you know, a lot of my contemporaries have one. Some, you know, are like legitimately starting to do The Road, which is cool. Um, and some of them are just where I am we're like we're in spots but we don't do the road yet or whatever but you know everybody's got their own timeline I'm not tripping over that like I'm actually excited about how I'm building out my act and you know I want a really hot hour I mean I look at the material I've written and stuff I perform stuff I come up with on the page and then stuff I come up with on stage and I'm like I'm excited about it. I like being honest with my assessment of what's really strong and what needs to be an anchor and a staple and you know what really bolsters up a section of the act and then you know the certain things you like and you're just like oh but they're not hitting all right we either change it or we get rid of it and i like i like the whole process it's exciting when you get something new i have a couple of things that like uh half work that i wrote the last week and i need to just make them a little better so i'm gonna work on that but um yeah i've been uh I'm going to hold, <laughs> I listen to history hyenas and you know, they're, it's a defunct podcast now, but Chris Stefano was saying to Giannis, he's like, cause you're holding the mic like a ciggy, like a cigarette. And it's cause he, uh, I guess Yanni was smoking for a while and tried to stop you, go on and off, whatever. Anyway, I think they unfollowed each other on Instagram and why do I know these things? Cause I have too much time on my hands. I actually don't. It's just my free time I spent on Instagram like a little too much so maybe I should stop doing that. Okay, here's the deal. I'm at about 20 minutes, a little bit over 20 minutes of the podcast. I'm fading hard, and I had other fun stuff I could talk about, but I didn't write a rundown uh, on a piece of paper like I should have. But it doesn't matter because reality is a suggestion because, as they say on History Hyenas, um I'm talking lower and lower. I'm starting to become Tony Mumbles. Um well, I do want to say just to close this as thank you so much if you watch this if you listen to this or if you you know consume any of my comedy like if it's food for your soul like it's food for my soul whatsoever in any capacity if it's giving you a chuckle a laugh a good feeling thank you for caring because th- this is one of the few things in the world I care about so much and uh Yeah. I I feel really good about where I can take this. And, uh, it's, I know it's going to be special. I know it's going to be really special. I'm I'm excited. I, every night I get to do comedy. I mean, there are some nights I just sell tickets just to get a spot on another night. And I love that. I don't even see that. There's no denigration to that. There's not like, I work with pretty good people. I, I, I'm, I'm blessed and fortunate and lucky in the place I've found in the world. And, whatever roadblocks get in the way, I've been finding out more and more ways to deal with them. I'm just getting stronger mentally and physically as I'm older. Dude, I'm about to do 42 pushups after this, just for Jackie Robinson. You know, we're, we're breaking all kinds of barriers down. Um, you know, I'm, I'm white, so not a color barrier, but you get it. Okay. Listen, let's not make it racial anymore. Uh, thank you so much. Sincerely. Um, have a good week i hope you're feeling good you know i originally started this podcast to be kind of like a mental health podcast comedy mental health and uh yeah i think every day we're we're trying to fix that so yeah keep it up you're great you're gonna be great if you're not today tomorrow you'll you'll be better and it's gonna be good all right bye